Dude, it's it's ridiculous. It's hard as shit. This is not something that you should do if you don't feel passionate about it. I've seen people get in this for the wrong reasons and they end up leaving faster than they showed up. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. All right, Josh, let's uh let's kick it off with uh, the last fight, man. Um a lot of doubters, man. A lot of haters. But you go in there, you shut it all out, and you have a extremely technical. I thought it was a technical performance. Now, what do you think about it? Um, wasn't my best, but um I got it done, and that's all that matters. At the end of the day, I needed to get that uh that feeling off my uh back. Uh felt like I needed I had something to prove I still have something to prove but uh it's good I got I got the dub wasn't my best performance and I know that if I can win on not my best night then when it comes my best night you guys are in for a treat no doubt and how big was that monkey on your back oh huge I mean I told I've said it before like I, I didn't really consider myself a UFC fighter until I got that first win under my belt and now that I did, it just it took a huge, huge uh, weight off my shoulders, off my mind. And now I'm able to go in and just be all mentally there. It, it seems like some fighters, they're just happy to be there. And then other fighters are there for a purpose. You know, do you see that in certain fighters when you run into them or train with them? Yeah, for sure. I mean, some people are just happy to make it, happy to say that they did it. Just like, you know, in the beginning when we started fighting, some people just like to be called a fighter. They want the name. They want the image that comes along with it, but they're not really willing willing to do the work and they don't have a purpose for why they're doing things. So I, I definitely see that. And, and the image of, of a fighter, do you think people get that misconstrued a little bit? Because... If you're a fighter, you're not going to be fighting in the street. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a difference between a fighter and a tough guy, right? Yeah, I think that uh, anymore with the popularity of the sport and how everyone is viewing it, I still get people to this day who meet me and they would have never guessed that fighting is what I do. I'm just a very nice, chill, calm, laid back guy. And most fighters are. Most uh, fighters that you see, they're not uh, loud and obnoxious, maybe on camera, but out in public. They're mostly chill guys who would give you the shirt off their back. What do you think of this new era of the UFC where it's more, <laughs> I guess, uh, more for the cameras? Because it seems like there are a lot more guys out there now compared to, let's say, five years ago. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, it's an entertainment business. Uh, not only do you have to be very good at fighting, you have to be able to put butts in seats. And that's what it's that's what it's turning into. But at the end of the day... That's how we get paid. We got to fans got to want to see us fight. You know, you, you return on August 12th. Jamie Pickett. What do you think about the matchup? Um, I like the matchup. I think that it's a tough matchup. I think that he, you know, backs against the wall. He just had a loss to three in a row losses, I believe it is. And, you know, he's looking to come out and make a statement. Same with me. You know, I'm trying. Uh, this is my last fight on the contract. So this is my I got to go out here and I got to make a statement win. Yeah, man. It seems like every fight is a big it's it's a big fight for you, right? <laughs> every every fight for any fighter is a big fight because we're we're not this isn't a this isn't, you know, football, baseball. We're not just going out here playing a game like this genuinely could be every time someone steps in the cage, it could be their last time fighting. 
we've seen countless injuries where people don't fight anymore. They don't come back the same. So it is. Every fight is the most important fight. Do you think that that's what separates you from like every other athlete, fighters, compared you know, compared to let's say a, a basketball player or a football player or whatnot? Yeah, because you can you can take a week off without you can take games off, weeks off, months off and come back and you're in the same position as you were, but that's not how it works in fighting. So I think that that's what makes us, yeah, a different breed of athlete. Yeah. And you know, other athletes, they can sub out during the game. Like they're not doing so well. It's like, Hey, yeah, come in for me for a second. <laughs> Imagine if MMA had timeouts, like, oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. I mean, you could technically get your own timeout by kicking someone in the dick, but it's frowned upon. So yeah. What do you think about the manipulation of rules nowadays? I think you see a lot more, man, or is it more magnified, like fence grabs, you know, like, I guess a, a kick to the dick, you know, stuff like that. Because, you know, if you're hurt, if you're tired, you could purposely kick somebody in the dick and get five-minute break extra. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's – oh, we're back. All right, we're back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just the evolution of the sport. Uh, people are learning new ways and new tricks uh, around different things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if it's it's good to say this, but if you're if you're not cheating, you're not trying. You know, like they do say that, that right? I, I, that was the old adage. I was gonna say it. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It's better for me to say it because I'm not the one fighting anybody. Yeah. Um, going back to uh, Jamie Pickett, right? He's on a three fight losing streak, three finishes, and his last fight against Bo Nickel. You know, I think there was something to do with like Bo Nickel trying to he did something to where like they were complaining about the fight. Like they were complaining about the stoppage. Did you check that out? Yeah. He uh, need him in the groin to get the takedown. But I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Let's be honest. It's Bo Nickel. He was going to get the takedown regardless. So um, it is what it is. Jamie had several chances to get out of the head and arm that he got caught in, but um, that's the way it goes. For real. And what'd you think of Bo Nickel, man? He he just uh fought on the pay-per-view like a couple weeks ago and and you know he's yeah, a wrestler, I mean, but he didn't I, wrestle. Yeah, I mean I think he's coming along nicely. Uh a lot of people like to tell me that I should have some type of attitude towards him because he's in my division, he's getting all this shine. But honestly, like I, I'm a I'm a Pennsylvania guy. I've grown up watching Penn State. I was a huge Penn State wrestling fan, so I knew of Bo Nickel. Um Back in my old gym, I used to train with like Jason Nolf and a bunch some guys from Penn State. Like I fought for Bellator at Penn State, so like I have a different view. I think that he's good for our sport. He's good for the wrestling community, and you know, all props to him. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, I agree too, man. I agree with that. I think he's good, uh, and it's not like he's out there acting crazy. You know, he seems like a pretty decent dude. He's not getting in trouble. You know, what I mean, that's always good for the sport because this is a yeah. violent sport, man. The violent sport. He's out there telling people after he just knocks someone unconscious. Hey, uh, knocking people out's cool, but being a good guy, that's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, good, good for him, dude. For sure, for sure. Um, now, when you look back at all three performances, right, of Jamie Pickett, do you see anything that's like a glaring, you know, mistake that he makes all the time? I'm not saying you know you can't reveal too much, but do you see anything that maybe the untrained eye can see as well? Uh, I mean, he's very explosive, he's powerful, he's fast. I just think he quits. And I think that mentally I'm going to be able to break him and I'll make him quit. I don't care if he 
punches me and kicks me in the head a hundred times, I'm going to hit him 101 times and he's going to break before I break. Do you see that in their eyes? Like when you fight them in the cage? Yeah. Yeah. You can see that. You can see a man break in front of you. And that's kind of, it's kind of sadistic, but that's kind of like one of my things in this game is, you know, you learn a lot about yourself, what you're willing to go through, what kind of you get hit, you have a choice to either quit or not. And I mean, you can even see it in my last fight. You, Cedriquez quit. Like he just quit. He couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take the pressure. Couldn't stand the, the wrestling or the aggression. And he gave me his neck. I didn't take his neck. He gave it to me. So you you know when people quit. Do you, how do you get over that though? Like how do you battle that? Because you know he came back and and got a finish. But do you feel like he underestimated you and that kind of got into his mind as well? And then when you went in there and and he you did something that he didn't expect. That kind of made him quit? Yeah. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And uh, he didn't know that that's what I was going to come along with. And we won't even talk about his performance after he fought me because I think that that is just complete nonsense. But uh, good for him. Uh, but, yeah, if you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Man, with your, with your training camp, I know you got a, a great group of guys, man. Is, you, I, you had some Olympic wrestler recently? A couple of weeks, a month ago, or is he still there? What's uh, the no, still here. He came in uh, just for a couple day, a couple times, show us some mm-hmm. stuff. But another Penn State guy, David Taylor, <laughs> uh, okay. actually like an absolute animal and a great human being in general. I think all those Penn State guys just great people. Uh, so it was fun to fun to learn from him. Yeah, and I, and I see that you know you guys have like fights back to back to back to back. Just all of you guys. How has it been? You know. It seems like that's the the routine now for for all of you guys on the team. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a place where you just come for a couple weeks and do a fight camp. This is a a complete different lifestyle out here. Uh, everyone who's in the gym, uh, though most people, many people might have side jobs just to get through because it is expensive living out here. But um, it's their full time job. It's their goals. Everything that they do is aligned with being the best martial artist that they can be. So there is no camps out here. We we stay ready. What's your expectations, man, of with this fight against Jamie Pickett? My expectations are to go out there and uh, really show the world just who Josh Friend is. I think that in uh, you saw a glimpse of it in my first fight. You saw little flashes of it in my last two. But I think that this is the fight where I put it all together and I really, really introduce myself to the UFC and the world. So, so basically a breakout performance. Breakout statement, breakout performance, mm-hmm. yeah. And and then what do you chase after that? Because I know you're chasing that right now. You want to have the breakout, you know, clear, you know, phenomenal performance. But then after that, what's the goals? The goals are uh, a new contract. A uh, We start putting together wins. We start putting uh, great performances, uh, bonus performances, and then build off of each win. I want to learn off of wins instead of learn off of losses. So, um, you know, I know I got a, a long way to go, but if I'm thinking before I'm thinking, you know, title or top 15, I just want to get four or five wins in a row and then we can start talking. Opposite of, you know, building wins, you know, is, is losses, right? Or back-to-back losses. And you, you suffered that in your first two fights with the UFC. Did the confidence ever, you know, get to a point where you were like really, you know, shaky? Oh, I mean, I'll be straight up real with you. Like I, the confidence was the hardest part. 
Um, I'm a very confident dude. I'm a very, uh, you know, laid back guy, but it, it does, it does, uh, mess with you a little bit. So being able to go and get that win has helped me tremendously because I know I said it in my post fight interview, like I told my boys, my friends, it's either going to be a triumphant victory or the saddest thing you've ever seen because a guy who's worked his entire life, like 12, 13 years, I've sacrificed so much stuff. If I go in here and I blow this and go, oh, and three, not really going to get a second chance, you know? So I'm happy to get that win. I'm ready to go get this other win, uh, get another contract and then start putting, start putting a streak together. Is that what's behind? Do you think a lot of fighters being on the verge of retirement at such an early age, because they do invest so much into the, into the sport and into their yeah. careers um, and it's so much sacrifice and, and, uh, and suffering, man. People don't talk about it, but there's a lot of suffering that you guys have to go through just to get to the UFC. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. It's hard as shit. This is not something that you should do if you don't feel passionate about it. I've seen people get in this for the wrong reasons and they end up leaving faster than they showed up. It's hard. But I think that if you're genuinely passionate about it, then that's that's what makes a difference. Could we see you one more time after this fight this year? Do you think you know you're going to be back? Yes, yes. I go in here, Lord willing, I come out healthy. Um, I have a great performance. I want in there in the fall, in the winter. Um, I, I want three fights this year, yeah. And your last two fights, if I remember correctly, they were somewhat on, well, one of them at least was on short notice, like real short notice. Uh, my, my very first fight was on short notice. My second fight, I had a camp. My last fight was on a week's notice. Uh, this one I got a camp for, so I'm not putting too much stock into any of that. You know, I, I think I figured this out. I figured out what I got to do and I just got to go fight at the end of the day. It's a fight. If you don't put anything else above it, none of this extra BS, it's a fight. And at the end of the day, I am good at fighting and that's what I'm going to go do. Yeah. You mentioned that ahead of the, the last fight that you just need to go in there and fight and basically no game plan, just go and scrap. And that's what you did. You got the finish. Um, so, like, short notice is something that could be something that's good for you, but at the same time, you do need a camp, right, to get your mind right throughout the process. Is that is that right? Yeah, it depends on, you know, I keep my weight low all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this is a lifestyle out here, so camp, no camp, it doesn't really matter with us. The only difference for me is tightening up the diet. That's it. Oh, really? So is there is there tightening up the mind as well, you know, ahead of a fight? Like, when does it click in for you that, you know, you're going to have to go in there and, and try to kill somebody? Oh, when I sign on the dotted line. Okay. okay. And then I just, I, like, I envision my feet on the canvas because the canvas feels so much different than the training room. I envision the walk, the, the smells of the leather, the Vaseline, everything. Like, you just start envisioning it. It's, it's kind of amazing. That could also be kind of traumatic, too, in a way, right? Like, someone told me, like, the yeah. smell of the Vaseline, they hate that. If you don't, if you're not comfortable in those situations, yeah, you. I've seen it before. People lose the fight when they make the walk up the stairs. Um, you could go into a fight where you're a huge favorite. You don't have that mind right. You lose that fight walking up, then it's going to be a long night for you. Without a doubt, man. Hopefully, this is not a long night. August 12th, UFC Fight Night Las Vegas. Josh, thank you so much, man, for the time. And all the best to you in this one coming up. And all the best to you to get that new contract and get paid, man. That's all it's all about to be at the end of the day, man. So you get paid what you're worth, man. Thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate you having me there.